This is the Mailbox Money Podcast, and I am Bronson Hill. As a busy professional, I wrestled with how to grow my income without taking up more of my precious time. I learned that managing real estate, actively trading stocks, or being unable to scale up investments is not passive investing. This is the place where you'll discover new asset classes, develop investing skills, and learn from experts how to become financially free with less work than you thought possible. And now, get ready for truly passive income. So today I have a special guest. My good friend Kate McKay is here with me. She is a high-energy, results-oriented success coach, a business consultant, transformational speaker, a best-selling author, executive entrepreneur, a certified fitness and health coach, and the author of three books, including her recent book, Claim Your Inner Warrior. So I've known Kate for a while. I really have always appreciated her attitude, her energy, how helpful she is, how encouraging she is. And I think you're going to love this interview. So welcome, Kate. How are you today? I am amazing. I'm so glad to be here and to see you and hold your space with you. This is great. Sight. Awesome. Awesome. I'm really excited to have you. We've been looking forward to this for a while. I'm glad we can get it scheduled. And uh, so let's talk. I mean, you, you are, uh, you're like a living transformational, you know, you help people get there, right? And getting there means a lot of things to a lot of different people. But can you talk just a little bit about your journey and kind of how you walk with people in that process? Well, totally. Like, basically, you can't teach what you don't know. And I have had a life of stumbling failures and some incredible success. And I think that that's being able to be transparent and understand that these are the ways and the places that we move through transformation. It's really, really important. I'm not afraid to, to walk along with people. And it's just, it's very, very rewarding because I get it. I get it. I get the challenge and I get the struggle for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The struggle is real. I know a lot of people that I know are very high performing people. They make a lot of money and usually, you know, they don't have any time. It's hard to get in shape. Um, it's just hard to kind of balance everything. And I imagine when you talk about high performance, uh, you know, I don't know if balance is a myth or it's just trying to find how do you bring transformational changes to your life. So talk to us a little bit about, you know, claiming your inner, inner badass and your inner warrior and kind of what that process looks like. That's a great question. So basically, I'd love to just explain what is high performance because you you know we hear this expression all the time. Well, I have my own coaching module, but I've also been certified through Brendan Bouchard's program. And the reason why that's important to note is because his program is developed. It's science backed. It's research based, and it's based on outcome. Now, you know, it's not enough for me to inspire or motivate people. I am here to help people measure outcome because, you know, listen, we're high achievers. We're people that want more, that we want greater joy, that we want deeper relationships, that we want to build wealth. And high performers are 90% of 90% of people are don't understand or don't experience that. And I'm working with those 10% of people who want more, who want that sustained level of fulfillment and happiness, because it's possible. It's absolutely possible to have rich relationships, to have a successful business, to be peaceful, to have a spiritual center and to be fit all at once. It's just a matter of activating and applying the high performance habits. Yeah. Well, I, I love, I love Brendan Burchard. He has that book, the high performance habits. If anyone hasn't read that, it's a great book. And just the idea that like anything in our lives can be changed. It's all, we can change it. And that's one thing I realized is that 
once I realized I could, you know, lose weight and I could be active and I could meet my goals, achieve my goals, set new ones. Um, it's just a really amazing what is possible. But a lot of times we really get stuck in our own head, right? We think, oh, I, I, I could never do that, or that's not me or whatever. But what, what are some things that you found about mindset, whether in your own journey or just in people you've worked with, and you work with a lot of, you know, high, you know, just amazingly high performance people. What are some shifts that you've seen people make that have been really helpful to kind of get them to like, I can't do this to like, oh, here's how I can do this. Well, we talk about mindset, but there's a big piece of it. That's also your heart set. Like mm. where, and, and you know, especially because I coach, you know, three quarters of my clients are men. So it's, if you really ask, and one of the chapters in Claim You're in a Warrior is about getting your needs met. And I remember asking one of my clients, I'm like, hey, so Paul, what is it you want? What do you need right now? And he looked at me and he was like, <laughs> you know, it was like a blank face, you know? And I'm like, no, dude, like, really, like, what do you need? And he was like, well, Katie, um, that's a really interesting question. Uh, and he kept looking at me like, are you serious? Right. And I was dead serious. Because it was the overwhelm. It's different for men and women, but the, the emotional experience is similar, but the way it's expressed is different. So for me, it's how do we honor the differences, but understanding that speaking your need, what do you need is a huge part of seeking clarity. And that's actually the number one high performance habit is seeking clarity. Without clarity, your productivity sucks. Your influence on other people isn't all that good, right? Your energy mm. is, is really hit. So, you know, I can't tell you, you know, people usually hire me because they want to be more productive, right? And I'm like, all right, so what is it? And, you know, you go back to that core question. What do you need? What do you want, right? To these really basic questions. When in your life have you ever felt that way? And, and I just have to say, for my own personal experience, just as a backstory, I'm a classic ADHD or one of nine kids, a complete anomaly from where I came from. And I stumbled my way through successes. I got shipped off to private high school. I went to an all-girls school. Um, my drug of choice was boys. It wasn't drugs like the rest of my family. So I got shipped off to an all-girls school. And then I got um, you know, shipped into the most expensive school in the country at that time, Bennington, which is like this artsy capital. And I was like, where am I now, right? So my life has been a series of being thrown in situations where I had to figure things out alone, right? And I had to hire people or find that right mentor because there was no one around me that was like me. Anyone else resonate with that? High yeah. performers usually do feel like that, right? So the number one thing that I want viewers and listeners to understand is number one, you're not alone. There are other people that have gone through your challenge and your struggle. So if you're feeling alone in any way, no, you are not. Um, and there are people to help you. And I think that's the number one thing, particularly now and where we are in this socioeconomic climate. And particularly as I work with men, there's that feeling of isolation. And it's cool to ask for support. It's cool to get a tribe of people around you to support you to run an A-game. And that's just one thing I, I really want to make clear is you know, that you're not alone and there are people around there to help you. And there are systems that you can apply that will generate and increase your sense of joy, fulfillment, productivity, and clarity. Yeah, no, that's huge. If you can't, if you're not clear on where you're going, you'll never know. You just, you're just kind of mindlessly wandering. It's amazing how clarity 
uh, can get you so far. I do a lot of goal setting each year. I do, I go to a goals event sometimes where you really start really, and you talked about your heart set more than mindset, getting to a place where what really matters to you? What's important? Mm. What do you value? Who are you? And then from there, then once you clarify those things, I mean, sometimes the best thing is, is, is to stop doing about 80% of what you're doing and just do the one or two things that really matter. Right. And right. fill our to lives you, with all this right? stuff. Exactly. And, that, and that's the thing I think that's tough with men is that a lot of guys are geared more towards like, you know, I got to provide or I have to do this. But when was the last time that actually a guy, someone just said, you know, what do you want? You know, really like, yeah. what do you want? Get and, and being able to create a safe space that you can figure it out, whether it's with an accountability, accountability person, a coach, a group of other people that are supporting you in that, in that not knowing, guess what? The way we get clarity is saying, I don't know, I don't have a clue. And then letting and being and playing with someone that's going to ask you powerful questions to rise up together to get greater clarity. Yeah, that's huge. So I think that's, that's awesome. Um, so talk to us a little bit about that. I know a lot of times, and like you said, in my life, I was very affected by, and you even mentioned this as well, people around me or people around us that were different then, right? So high performers feel very out of place. Uh, I remember, you know, when I was going to quit my great corporate job and I was making over 200K a year, my whole family's like, you're crazy. Why would you ever leave <laughs> such a great job? And I was like, I just, I just knew I had it in my heart that I really wanted to do my own thing. I really wanted to do the multifamily thing and just, just really ramp it up. And it's gone awesomely well. We have 200 million in real estate now, which is amazing. But um, I guess, what are some things that you found? And I think for men in particular, we tend to be very isolated or we're very alone. What are some things you think that are helpful for, you know, once you're over the age of 30, it's kind of harder to make new friends or to, or to really have those character friends. And have you th found things that are helpful for men to be able to create more community around them that can support them in wanting to be a high performer or just wanting to achieve in life? Well, I'm just curious actually to put that back on you, Bronson. And the only reason why I'm saying that is you have some incredible gifts as a human that I've noticed and watched you and seen how you actually operate. And I'm kind of kind of call you out here <laughs> because you're extraordinarily good listener. You, um, you are able to set your tempo based on what's around you and you listen and it's really amazing to watch you. And I've brought other people into conversations with you and I'm just like, just watch you Bronson. And I'm just curious, is that something like, have you always innately been that keyed in to like other people's energy? Yeah, I think I've, I've always been, yeah, thanks for, for asking. I, I feel like I've always been pretty curious about what makes people who they are, been aware of, you know, in, in the past, I think it was very unhealthy in some ways where there's a healthy and an unhealthy, there's a dark side to everything. But for me, I was very codependent. So I looked for, you know, affirmation from people. So I would tune in to people's emotions and I would, I would pay attention to those things. Now I try to, I feel like I've, a lot of the work that I've done personally and in therapy and stuff over the years, I try to just really be aware of who is in the room, be aware of what they're going through, be aware of their experience. And can I turn that off? If I want to. Yeah. But it's something that naturally I'm pretty attuned to. Um, and it's, and it is, it's a real gift because I can, I can pick up when someone's upset or kind of where they're at or what they're feeling. I want to make sure I really understand what someone wants. And I found it's been very helpful for me. Yeah. And it's just super cool to watch. And I think that being an empath as a guy it, once you understand that that's what it is and that you don't have to make all your decisions based on what other people need. And that goes back to that need conversation. But it's like, I'm sensing what else is going on here. But I understand that's also not me. 
That's the energy yeah. that I'm around. And, you know, usually men who are very keyed in like that, they were the center of sort of holding other people together in their family of origin. Get to look back, you know, and be like, yeah, man, that's how I survived, right? And that's right. ultimately what we're looking at is what's the evolution of what it means to be a healthy human or a healthy man or a healthy woman from where we came from and still be able to rise and be our highest and best self, even and despite perhaps the challenges. And I would just like to segue into that real briefly about uh, my own personal story of, 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 yeah, of transformation through challenge. And that's ultimately what has led me, obviously, to write the book, Claim Your Inner Warrior, which I just released, um, which is especially for men, as I mentioned. And that is that, you know, I lost a brother. Um, my brother was, I'm one of nine, as I mentioned. My brother, Matthew, uh, was murdered. Um, mm. And he was 22. So he was my shadow bro. He was only 18 months younger than me. And he was always mm. a little bit in trouble. So I was like, don't look at what Matt's doing, because, you know, <laughs> he knows it was something not good. So. I always had that role of being the light and the positive person, right? And obviously we maladapt and sometimes those maladaptions become our gifts like it has for you and I, right? I mean, we've sure. learned how to rise that that gift up into something that's really wonderful in how we serve. And, um, and just moving forward, um, you know, I have three kids. I ran, I grew a, a gold business. I've been in and out of real estate forever. So I've always been that high achiever um, and balancing three babies. And uh, unfortunately, in 2017, my oldest son, William, um, my light man, he was one spiritual guru and he was amazing. And he decided, as one of his friends describe it, to ascend on his own accord. My son, Will, chose to end his life at age 22. So the same age as my brother. So we come into this world to learn really powerful lessons. And it's our choice. How are we going to move through these experiences? And how are we incorporating the lessons so that we understand it, incorporate it, and still come from a place of service to help others go through the same things? It's my core belief we're all here to help and guide others with our own light once we have a sense of clarity. And it's the reason why I love high performance because I can help people clarify who they are in their own language and then be able to help them bring that light to the world. And I, there's no higher calling for me. It's like two feet on the floor in the morning, Bron said, all right, where am I doing today, right? Where am I bringing the light? Because the power is in the transformation of hard things, right? It, it, we hear uh, post-traumatic uh, tra trauma and you know post-traumatic stress all the time, but we don't talk about the most the the higher version of that, which is post-traumatic transformation. Mm -hmm. How are we using our own personal experiences to transform? We're going to need these skills as we move through these changes right now. We really are. We need warriors right now. Yeah. Okay. I love your 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 attitude is just so infectious. It's awesome just to hear how you. Uh, you know, you can take something really challenging and transform it. And I've thought mm -hmm. of that as well as that life does not happen to us. It happens for us, right? There's mm -hmm. things in our life that we can learn and grow and we can help other people that have been through something. And, you know, life is very difficult. There's things that, you know, everybody's been, people have been through that are just so, so difficult, but there's always a silver lining and we can easily miss it. And that's where even my faith comes into play where it's like, I believe there's some higher purpose here, right? We got to see there's some, somebody working, you know, I've got to look at it. Like it's beyond just what I'm seeing with my eyes. And that does take faith. 
but it's, it's kind of, I love what you shared. It reminded me of this quote that's attributed to Nelson Mandela. It's not him, but it's like the idea that, you know, you, you holding back your gift uh, doesn't help the world. You know, it's, it's like when we, when we let our own light shine, right? We let our gifts shine. It gives other people permission to use their own gifts. And that was really hard for me when I first started this platform with Bronson mm. Equity. It was like, uh, who am I to be out here doing this? I mean, I don't know a lot of you. What is this? I don't know if you ever had some of that kind of that imposter syndrome stuff as well. Have you gone through that yourself where you felt at times like, who am I to be doing this? Or have you always been pretty confident and kind of out there with just your gift? foolish. I, you know, it's like the other side of confidence is just incredible foolishness. <laughs> and I th- and I say that with humor because it's like, I have, you know, I'm like stumbled through life and I'm just getting up and like, whoa, what was that? So I've always had this joie de vivre about like, life and i think it's because i've just gotten hammered and then Mm. it's just like the challenge and i love the quote by les brown and he said life will knock you down and he's like just make sure to fall on your back because if you can look up you can get up and that's just been my motto i'm always looking for the light i'm looking for the light forward i'm looking for the light in people it's that eternal curiosity about what this day is going to bring, what every conversation is going to bring. That's actually one of the gifts of ADHD is my ability to hyper-focus, you know, whether mm. I'm, you know, working in my gold company or my clients or whatever else, I don't really care aside from what's in front of me. And that's usually an amazing person, no matter if it's the janitor or a CEO, it's all good. Right. You said, now you've mentioned this a couple of times, your gold company, you have a company that owns or invests in gold. Can you tell, I didn't know that you did that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Craziness. So in 2008, I was a stay-at-home mom and uh, my former husband was having a hard time keeping a job. So I had three babies and I started buying gold and I, I did this in a reverse um, buy situation, like a Tupperware party, but I was buying instead of selling. <laughs> and it turned out to be a multi-million dollar company. So I tell people I was flipping grilled cheese with one hand because I had three babies and buying wow. and selling gold on the open market. So it turned out to be a, a multi-million dollar, like, I think it was like, 17 million or something. And I was literally oh. a stay-at-home mom processing the gold and buying. So was this like people coming to your house to like buy and sell gold or like how I was actually, work? I had like 50 women working for me buying gold at gold parties. Okay. And um, huh. yeah, so we blew the lid off of the scam of what was the gold buy business, like the cash mm-hmm. for gold. They were yeah. screwing people, Bronson. Yeah. And who, were, who was getting screwed in that business? Women. So we just came in and like, and here we were giving fair value, which was the wholesale. And then I'm paying a hostess 10% and I'm splitting the profit with my rep. I made great money, but I was still able to pay my reps. And I was nuts because I was also a bank because I signed hundreds of checks and gave them to my clients. And that was really the beginning. uh, I mean, my, my people that work for me, that was the beginning of my coaching because I realized my gift of building trust was the reason why people didn't screw me over when they were, they could have hundreds and thousands of dollars done. So. Wow. You know, it's amazing how, what I know about you, Kate, you know, just the ability you have to connect with people and to be able to call out the gifts that they have and see them is, is really fun. And then it shows as well too, even from your example, you just gave that you were able to build something and really bring people in on it. So they were a mm. part of it. So it's like, well, how, well, how could they ever cheat? Cause this is, this is our thing. There was an ownership there for it. And is that something that's still going on today? Is it still, are you still coaching? Or well, I'm, kind of- I have the company still open okay. <laughs> because yeah. I mean, I just actually opened up an LLC for it because like the bottom line is I still have women that work, that worked for me that if I said, Hey, we're getting back in. And now instead of writing a check, you're going to Venmo them or something like that. 
So it's still yeah. an option. Like I still can do it because I have the system and I have the cash flow. So I'm looking forward to taking advantage of opportunities, um, certainly as this market shifts and changes. And most importantly, who are the people I can serve? You know, I was brought up a Catholic, you know, and it's like, basically, it's like, I have everything I need. I'm living right now in a one room studio. I am happy as a clam. I don't need much, but the more I make, the more I can give and the more I can yeah. share. And that's what drives me. Well, and, and that's, I, that's the amazing thing that I found too, is that in, in real estate, there's, there's some people that, yeah, they want to have wealth because they want to get yachts and Mai Tais and live this lifestyle, the Instagram lifestyle. But then there are others that are like, you know what, I do this because I, I have a cause that I want to, I want to support, I want to give to. For me, it's trying to end human trafficking or human slavery in the world. And that's a big, hairy, audacious goal. There's 20 to 40 million human slaves. But when you have a central purpose of like, this is what I'm here to do, mm-hmm. like I'm taking space on this earth, I'm using resources in here, I want to make the most of what I have. And I think that, you know, with you, I see that and a lot of high performers, it's like you said, clarity, you can just tell like there, there is a, they're not just doing this and they're going a million directions. Like, no, like there's a very, it's almost like things are simplified, right? It's like everything supports one thing rather than them doing, it's not like, you know, everybody's doing 10 things and they're doing 50 things. It's like, no, they're doing like, like one thing and they're doing it like really, really well. Right. And they're just putting everything and they have teams of people around that, but the cause has to be something bigger than yourself. Um, can you can just talk about that for a minute when people are looking to find maybe what is that purpose or what is that cause, um, how, like to get to that point of clarity, uh, what are some things that have been helpful that you've seen as you coach people to kind of get there? That's a great, great question. Well, again, we go back to that sense of clarity because when people are in overwhelm or frustrated, their health is off, they're drinking too much, their relationships suck, like all of these things are getting uh, us distracted from knowing that we have a longing. We have a burning in our belly that we know Uh we're here for more, that we want to contribute in a deeper way and we know we're not living it. There is nothing that drives <laughs> the discontent than knowing you're not living with a deeper sense of fulfillment and meaning. Mm. So my, my fun, my pleasure in my work is being able to uncover that by playing. You know, I, I, you know, I've built companies and I've done the crazy stuff I do on theater degree. So it's all theater. So for me, it's like, how do I ask that question? Or how do I play in that? Because I remember everything that people tell me. And then I'm just always mirroring them back. That's what happens from a big family. You learn how to be Mm. enigmatic. But it's uncovering the layers of what is the longing. And then all of a sudden you hear them say it. This was a crazy experience, Brunson. I was talking to a client. And for like 45 seconds, all of a sudden she started talking to me. Well, And I said, well, what do you know now? And she said, what I know now is what I know now is what I, and she kept going and I looked at her and then all of a sudden I just put my head on my desk and I started (laughs) bawling. She's like, Kate, why are you crying? I'm like, that was so, because it was like, I had been holding the dream for her for so long Mm. because she didn't believe in herself. And all of a sudden here she is telling me it. I would just like, it was like uh, something I'll never forget. And that's just an example, but that's what happens when we find someone that is deeply committed to us, even when we don't believe in ourselves. And that's yeah. the gift of coaching. Yeah, that is amazing. I think back on some of the mentors that I've had where they would look at me and say, I see you doing this, or I see you. And it's just things that I remember being a teenager and just seeing like people believe in me when I didn't believe in myself. Mm. And it was just, and I got a hold of their vision for me and I wanted to be around them. Right. So that's an amazing tool as well as if we can really 
see people and say, I just had a call with somebody earlier today who has, has a great corporate job. They work in medical sales like I did. And I just was like, you know, I think you're not that far off. I think you're going to be, you just do these steps and you do what you need. You know, you're, you're going to get there and we're going to celebrate yes. that. We're going to toast a glass to that. You know, like, like, it's just, it's the idea of seeing it for someone, right? Right. You can be not only have dreams for yourself, but really release dreams for others. It kind of it reminds me of the Zig Ziglar quote of you can have whatever you want in life. If you just help enough, enough other people get what they want. Right. And so it's so this fulfilling. idea that like just being of, 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 of use to, kind of like helping people get where they need to go, which is pretty and cool. Particularly that's so true for men in general. And I'm just going to, I know we're getting close to the time, but this is such an important piece for reaching into the deeper depths of significance and why that's important and why it's so important that men tap into their emotional experience of what it is that they want for them so that they can help people get that for them. Right. So we have to know what's right and true for us. What resonates? I talk about healthy boundaries all the time with men. What does that mean? It means yeah. like, hey, what are your standards of behavior for other for yourself and other people? What are your standards of commitment? What are your standards for the way to which you are consistently approaching clarity? Right. So it's such an important topic to really dig yeah. into. We need to know here so that we can go up and go higher. And bring yeah. people with us for the ride, Bronson. That's yeah. the best part, right? Build That's your it. tribe, ask for help, yeah. and uh, be courageous in how you speak your truth. When we talk about one of the high-performance habits is courage. And we're not talking about the warrior hoo-ha, I'm going to go slay the dragons. We're talking about, and the definition is, are you speaking your truth? Are you being truthful in your relationships? Mm. Oh, well, let me think about that. I have to rate that every day from one to five in my journal, <laughs> right? Every, all my clients yeah. get the journal. So it's good stuff. That's great. Well, it's amazing how transformational it can be when we do the hard thing or we do the thing that we thought we could never do. And it leads to just growth in other areas of life. That's why I try to do hard things. Um, you know, for example, I recently have gotten into ice baths, which are not like, I wouldn't normally like, Hey, I choose, I'm going to do an ice bath. That sounds amazing. But as no. you do, as you do it, like you get off an ice bath for three or four minutes. I'm like, I could do it. There's nothing. What if I did that? What couldn't I do? You know. So it's one of those things of like you can use success in one area and you can bring that to other areas of life. And I've watched that, which has been really fun. But uh, well, Kate, I wanted to. I know we've we've also connected on some investing stuff, and you've you know passively invested in some things. You have you had your business. Uh, can you just, from before we kind of wrap up, I'd love to hear you say anything about investing that you're interested in or looking at or things that you're doing personally, because that's kind of what this show is around investing. So just anything you can give that might be helpful for people that are, are new to investing. Yeah, right on. So because I have a gold background, I love gold and commodity just because it's something wow. I'm nosy and interested in. And I also love, I have a watch list for companies that I'm, that I already like priced out and sort of figured out what they're the good prices and they're on a list. So I'll purchase them when they're at a price. So these are just the fun things that I do outside of that. And of course I've bought and sold real estate forever, but I'm very excited that I've partnered with you Bronson on a multi a property that I'm really looking forward to. So that's been my first foray into passive investing in real estate. So I'm really looking forward to that. And obviously it all, I know you bought your first Bitcoin, maybe when it was a little higher, but we're still, you know, playing together in that space. And then, you know, just looking for the trends on what's coming because there will be opportunity. And I would say to the viewers and listeners, stay curious on what interests you and keep, a, keep notes on it. 
stay curious because I think that the ticket is where you're going to have the most success are just the things that you would do anyway, even if you weren't making money at that. And that includes the type of companies and things that you, you know, what do you listen to on YouTube or start, you know, really paying attention to that knowing that you can make money on that someday. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I love precious metals. Also, I'm a, I own a fair amount of precious metals. And of course, real estate, it's great to be involved with that with you as well. Um, but yeah, being curious in different areas and being open to learn because technology and the economy, everything's changing so quickly. And so it's so important we continue to learn. I think that really comes from that growth mindset. That's why somebody who has a growth mindset is more likely to get a coach to help them to grow as well. So, uh, well, Kate, I just wanted to honor you for being here today. Just really have appreciated, like I mentioned, your attitude, uh, the books that you've created. I'm looking forward to, to reading it um, or to reading your newest one particularly. And I encourage everybody to pick that up. But uh, uh, how can people connect with you if they want to reach out to you? Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much, first off, for this totally fun time, because you never know where things are going to go. Yeah, and true. this was super fun. So thank you. So Claim Your Inner Warrior is uh, my most recent book. I have um, Claim Your Inner Badass is my Amazon bestseller, international bestseller. And you can find that on my Amazon page at Kate McKay. And um, if you're interested in speaking to me further in regards to coaching one-on-one, -on -one, you can check out my website at kate-mckay.com and we can book a free strategy call. And uh, hey, listen, it's free and it's an hour and you're going to walk away with some serious marching orders. Because again, I'm not here to just to inspire you or motivate here. I'm here to watch you transform and shine the light on you. So let's, let's make magic. In, let's make magic. <laughs> I love it. Let's make magic. Awesome, Kate. Well, thanks for being here today. We'll have to have you on again in the future and I look forward to checking out your book. And yeah, thanks so much. Thank you. So Kate, as you can see, infectious energy, great life coach, performance coach, all of this. And I think that the interesting thing is when you look at people that are doing next level stuff, some people said that to me, how did you quit your great corporate job and you know go do multifamily full time? Well, it came from getting really clear on what I wanted. If I wasn't clear that, hey, I want to quit my job, I want to replace my living expenses with passive income, I want to 10x or 15x or 100x my net worth, that none of this stuff would ever happen, right? So when we get clear on what we're doing, we get clear on our mission, we get clear on where we want to go, things begin to open and the world and the universe just kind of like makes a way for you. It's kind of bizarre how it happens, but if you're like me, that you didn't always have the best mindset. Maybe you had a negative, maybe you still have a negative self-talk. Something bad happens to you say, oh, I'm so stupid. Why did I do that? Well, we can work on our self-talk. We can, we can become our own best friend. And so some of this stuff can sound like a little mumbo jumbo, but it actually is 100% transformational. So I encourage you to check out Kate's book. Um, she's amazing. Every time I talk to her, I walk away and I feel, uh, I feel great. I feel better about myself, honestly. And that's, I think that's a good test of when you are around someone, when you listen to someone, when you read something, uh, how does it leave you? So if you're watching a show, if you kind of walk away and you feel, uh, you know, angry or scared or some other emotion that something you don't want to feel, then maybe you shouldn't watch that show, right? If you, but when you're around someone or you're, uh, you know, around some sort of content or material and you feel better, you feel like, man, I can get up and I can, you know, go over the highest mountain. I can do anything I needed to do. Then get around people like that because it will be really transformational. So I hope this was encouraging to you. I'd love to see about it in the comments. If you haven't reviewed this show, please stick a comment or review. Uh, if, if this is on iTunes or whatever platform you found this on, please, please, please review. Appreciate you. Love each one of you. Look forward to, to seeing you on the next episode. You've been listening to the Mailbox Money Podcast. For more free resources, 
articles, and videos, go to BronsonEquity.com. There you can download your copy of the special report, The Single Best Investment Strategy During and After a Pandemic. None of the information shared here is an offer to buy a specific investment, and this is for educational purposes only. Consult your financial, legal, and tax professionals and use your own common sense before making any investment decisions. Thanks for joining us, and be sure to tune next time for more Mailbox Money.